You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Fuck, you You look pretty fucking good, to be honest, Ed. Considering the cameras we spent millions and millions of dollars on suck ass. <laughs> it fucking... It's been... Once we did that podcast last week, I put it back in the case and it's been in the big case for the, the whole week. And then I took it out yesterday and it didn't work. Well, of course. Fucking but of course, course, though. But of course, that's what. That um, is. And then it's like, and it's like, um, the lens isn't connecting. I'm like, well, the lens hasn't been taken off, and it's not damaged in the slightest. Like you can fucking look at it; it's perfect, and it just refuses to connect. And then it you sounded like out. you were getting your Google on trying to work out how it might be remedied, and it didn't seem. <laughs> well, to well, Ella was well, Ella who prides herself on being a bit of a camera gal. Mm. Uh, she she couldn't fucking figure it out either. So I don't know. Well, look, I'm not going to take that title off her then, but you know, she, it's it's fucking, it's a it's she's hanging on by the skin of her nips <laughs> to the title of camera gal. Listen, the fact that the camera doesn't work, Tom, the camera that we spent um, seven hundred thousand sizable amounts of money on isn't working. Um, look, I'm I'm not going to blame Ella first. I'm going to blame no. the equipment. Yes, but. As queen of the cameras, it is disappointing that she can't remedy the situation. Mm. Um, I would say this, Tom, having used it a total of a couple of hours, mm. four hours, five hours, maybe yeah. six, maybe seven, six max, possibly less, that the fucking camera lens doesn't rec- isn't recognised after that amount of time when it's been stored away in its little cocoon. Or have you been using it? Madden. Have you been have you been have you been fucking taking that bitch out on the road for holiday snaps? We did, but I haven't used it since we, we last spoke. Hey guys. There we go. Yeah. I take everything for I said about Ella back and the camera girl fucking thing. Eddie's been taking this camera out on the town and he's fucked it. No. No no no. I haven't taken it out on the town for ten days. And it worked last time he used it. He's so. been at a wedding with this camera. He's been at a recovery with this nah, camera. Nah. He's been fucking. Didn't go to the recovery. Didn't go to the recovery. In New York with this camera. He's. No, nah, incorrect. I bet you this fucking camera spent a night with John Ingate. No, nah, did. Well, listen, put it this way if it would spend a night with John Ingate, it'd be in fucking worse nick than it is now, given that it's perfect. Um, mate, it just doesn't work. That's the long and the short of it. Yeah. Doesn't work. That's a nice shirt you're wearing, Eddie. And are you drink what type? Where are you? In the where are you right now? Let's give people an update. But now you know what. Before the update, I want to talk about the shirt you're wearing. It's a nice looking shirt, dude. Can you just stand up? I oh, like this shirt, dude. It just looks good. Oh shit, dude. Is that? Oh shit. Can you turn around? Can you just do a little spin? Hey, you want me to spin, bro? Well, oh, fuck. I mean, it looks like a nice shirt. Oh wow! Ooh, wow! Did you get that? That's horny work, dude. Did you get all that? Horizontal season merch on sale yeah. very soon. And can you confirm, Eddie? I know they might for you be only for aesthetic purposes, but there are more than one button on that shirt. Mate, I'm in the Bahamas, <laughs> so obviously I'm fucking not doing up many buttons. I've Mate, got one done up your, as that's, it stands. At the Bahamas, that's like black tie dress. Yeah. Mate, I, I stand out. I'm so fucking well-dressed here, mate. But I'll tell you what, I'll give you the hot tip. 
I've never been more comfortable mm. than I am right now. Yep. When you're in the Bahamas, gentlemen, you need to dress the part. You need to dress to impress. And that's why I haven't left the fucking hotel room without my horizontal season on. Yep. It's as simple as that. Now, as I said, that's... Pairs perfectly. Uh, sorry, Ed, I was just going to say there that that is going on sale in the next couple of weeks in time for Christmas. To clear up any confusion with the pun and the dribbler, it's a set. So it comes with top and shorts. Shirt and shorts. There may be some rare occasions Listeners. where some females who want some made, there may be some spare smalls. But probably not. Listen. We we love the punter and the dribbler. The punter and the dribbler love us, but we know what's best for the punter and the dribbler, I think, mm. at the end of the day. Mm. And what's best for the punter and the dribbler is to buy this in a set. Uh, you won't be dressed appropriately for horizontal season if you were, if you were to buy one without the other. Yep. So we've taken... We've taken the guesswork out of their hands, essentially, by saying, listen here and listen up and listen good. You'll be getting both because it comes in a set. And then... It was designed in a set. Fucking... It's like a knife without a fork, Tom. You know? Pepper without salt. Yeah. Tom without Eddie. The... Yeah. Yin and ying without the yang, mate. You yeah. know? So... The light without the light bulb. We could go on and on. No, we could. It'd but be a waste of time, but we don't need to. Um, so that'll be on sale later. But also, mm. while we just get the you know the the commercial, corporate dollary do shit out of the way, Big Day Rose Magnums, which me and Street fucking worked into the ground. Have a go. This this behind me. Am I getting it? Am yeah. I reaching it? Yep. Yeah, you've got it. You've got it. Look at the fucking size of that thing, Eddie. <laughs> it's big. It's bro. fucking it's huge, big. dude. Big day rosé magnums, but like you and a mate Talk can me through it. Was it was it a good bit of fun, mate? It was a great bit of fun. You and a mate can work through a fucking magnum or rosé in three hours comfortably, and we did. How was morale afterwards, mate? Was it, we was it, all, was it an all time high? No, it was good. We went to the pub. We kept going. This is what Thursdays have become. I did it with Jarts as well. I just get fucking worked into the ground and rosé, and then spend the rest of the day just trying to keep the dream alive. Went to the pub. Well, it is silly season. Exactly. Went to the pub and then um, Streets Girls, Koo and, and Rosie came over back to my place with Steph and my girls and then we just kept the fucking, kept the party going all night. Put the babies to bed. Just had a good time. Oh, you ripped in. Yeah. Well, mate, you, you, like what, unless I'm going to go sh- to bed after the podcast, you kind of have to. But these are on sale Thursday, 6 p.m. Keep your eyes Peeled. Because these things are... These they're things are fucking big, big bro. They're dude. way bigger than I thought. Yeah, no, they're massive, dude. This thing will stop a home invader. But I'd wait until you've had it. I'd like, I'd have it, then I'd hold onto it and just keep it by the bed. If someone comes in... Tom, would it be fair to say that's a collector's item? Uh, yeah, it would be fair to say that. It is a collector's item. It's an item to be collected. That's for damn sure. Now, I'm going to try and put, you know what, I'm going to try and put, where, what's my camera? Cause is this thing going to be in shot if I just leave it here? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's in shot. What's in shot for me, mate? Oh, fuck it. I'm just going to sit it here for now because I don't have any other options. Um, how's the Bahamas, buddy? Mate, it's good. Are you, are you, are you in your I'm final com- week? I've c- 
final week. I've come from the the cold of New York, the blistering conditions of New York. Although it was all right, like it was sunny every day, but it's fucking cold. Mm. Like it's cold. It gets down to the minuses at night, four to five, six, seven, eight degrees during the day. If you're inside, it's fine, obviously. But if you're moving around, Tom, restaurant to restaurant, bar to bar, fucking pounding the pavement, doing a bit of shopping, as you tend to do in New York, um, then it's cold. Freezing fucking cold. And I'd been used to the warmth, Tom. Obviously, mm. Hawaii, very warm. Palm Springs, really warm. So I was, I'd become warm-blooded, mm. so to speak. Ella had too. Ella had become increase, uh, in, incredibly warm-blooded. And the cold... It didn't. It didn't push me off kilter, but it pushed her a little bit off kilter. She's now sick. So. Oh no! So that's fun for all. Um, but she's hanging in there. She's all right. Poor she's, little fruit. She's putting on a brave. She's putting on a brave face. Tom is how I'd probably put it. Getting sick on holidays is one of the great cunts of all time, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's well for her. It is. I mean, and for me as well, because it bring. It's like a little bit of a downer, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, you can only, you know, you can't, what are you meant to do? You've got to be, you've got to be attentive and Oh, you you need to be attentive. Yes. You need to be aware, Tom. You You need to be considerate. Yeah. But we, she was getting a bit sick as we were getting into our work in New York. And then the back end of New York was all hands on deck. John Ingate, um, you know him well. King of the Mm. dribblers. He had sort of organized some festivities i think you could put it yeah I at did the see end of the week of him giving speeches and shit which were churchillian yeah yeah he were, yeah he was churchillian speech yeah uh, it was one of the great speeches ever told yeah. by mankind yeah. um wasn't a dry eye in the house tom yeah but it was it was fucking thanksgiving so there was a night before which we ripped and teared. That was a late one. Then we had Thanksgiving and it's just knocked the, knocked the wind out of her. Or so knocked the stuffing out of her, if I can use a Thanksgiving terminology. You can use a, you can use a Thanksgiving term, Tom. I, it was my first Thanksgiving. I, I don't mind it as, as an idea, as a, as a holiday. You give thanks. Mm. Sure. Did you, did you say anything you were thankful for, buddy? What were you thankful for? I didn't say I didn't say a goddamn thing, mate. I, and it's not re, it's not it's not my holiday. I was there to take part. Okay. I was there to to be involved. I left the speeches to John. He'd been working on it for some time. Same like it. Um, months. Yeah. I think. Yeah. If if you want an accurate estimate. Yeah. Um, and I think he delivered. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> I think he delivered. Um, but it's good, mate. You know, there's a festive cheer in the air. There's like fucking Christmas shit up already. You're eating turkey. There's like mm. cranberry sauce, which is pretty nice. Mac and cheese, which I've always been a big fan of, Tom. That to me was um, a weird one. When like, what's that got to do with fucking anything? In terms from a fuck, if I know, like a Thanksgiving mac and cheese seems like a really modern, a modern like meal. I don't know if that's true or not, but like Thanksgiving seems like an older tradition. Mac and cheese, not so much. Well, I think that if if the holiday is about giving thanks, right? Maybe you're thankful for mac and cheese. Maybe that's the idea. And there's I'm, a lot of I'm, mac and yeah. cheese over here. Yeah, I'm not. And I'm not anti mac and cheese. I, the last thing I want is for that to be the message. The punter and the dribbler goes away with today is that I'm not thankful for mac and cheese. I'm, I'm a big fan, but it just doesn't. It's incongruous to me with like what seems to be just like normal, natural sort of food shit. Turkey. 
whatever else, cranberry sort, like the mac and cheese. It just seems a bit left. Like, oh, like you may as well have Yogos in there. Well, that would have been that wouldn't have been out of place, Tom. No, that way, yeah. Yogos wouldn't have been out of place. Um, what I have learned about the Americans, Tom, is that they wouldn't know gravy if they were fucking bathing in it, uh, which is disappointing. Yeah, as as a gravy connoisseur, Tom, it's it's been fucking tough because sometimes all you want to do is is dip your chips in in thick tar like gravy mm. and. The only gravy I've had this whole trip, and I've been asking, don't worry about that, I've been asking, is at this Thanksgiving lunch, and it couldn't have been waterier. It's, uh, it was the most watery gravy I've ever had in my life. So they just don't Fuck, it was do embarrassing. it? They don't even know. I'm like, you fuckers, you've got it all sorted, don't you? With ketchup and mustard. Like, sh- mustard's sure, ketchup's Yeah, well, cool, dude. Course. You mean tomato sauce and fucking mustard? Do you want a medal, you fucking fat losers? Yeah, what do you what do you fucking want? From as a fat as, as the fattest country know. on the planet, I would have thought that they would have been hanging their hat on their gravies. Tom, this is what I'm saying to you, my friend. It it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. You've got the fattest, most gluttonous nation on the planet, right? And they don't have the greatest condiment ever created, ever conceived by mankind. It's it's bizarre to me. Mm. Well, that's they're tough, sitting here dude. eating inferior confidence, mate. Inferior condiments. So I pff, listen. I know you and I dare to. We dare to one day, one day be gravy barons. Oh no, dude, that's that's not as far away as, as one might think. And I mean, well, it's not. Well, it's you know, well, it's not far away at all, Tom. No. And all I'm saying to you, me old mate, is that there's a big market over here of 350 plus million, who don't know what gravy is, which is an opportunity for two young fucking gravy barons. Yeah, young. Tight-skinned gravy barons. Yeah, yeah. People always go, "Oh, I want to introduce, you know, to fucking pies to the US." I'm like, "Bruh, no. pies. Pies have been done. What about gravy?" Yeah, yeah. What about fucking mass produced? And everyone's like, "Oh, what about Gravox? Why aren't they over there?" No, dude. Gravox, with the greatest respect, who have, who have, you know, paved the way for you and I to come. Like, you know, I don't want to sit here and shit on Gravox, who have literally built the path on which I walk. But they fucking can they can eat a big pile of shit because I don't think Greyvox has done enough. Greyvox should be all over America, and if they are, then they're not doing enough to make themselves known. I'd say this to you, Tom. I'll ask this simple question: When was the last time you saw a Greyvox ad? Can I say never? I've never the uh, the answer. I I think the answer is never. Yeah, and my never. point is, I think Grave. Greybox have rested on their laurels for far too long. Sure, they may have they may have paved the way for two young fucking gravy barons to come in and tight, swoop tight, in and tight skin, the tight skinned gravy barons. Yeah, tight skinned, you know, follically gifted, mm. bronzed within an inch of their lives, gravy barons. Mm. Um, I think they've dropped the ball, or dropped the gravy, so to speak. And <laughs> mate, the fucking the market's ripe for the picking, bro. It's yeah. ripe for the picking. Having been over here on R and R. Thus, the business expense. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, R and R and D. R and D. No, no. R and R is what you would have been doing if you weren't doing R and D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thankfully, I've I've added a D to my R and R. R and R and D. Rest, yeah. relaxation. R and R and D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R and R and D. Well, it's actually like I think it's R R R and D. Well, it's R R R. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
R and D and R R. Research yeah, and yeah. development, um, rest and relaxation. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if the ATO looks, that's what I was that's doing. Well, fucking, honest, fucking yeah. Oi, oi, I have a look. I dare you. I dare you. Look at what he's wearing yeah, right this, now. Look what he's wearing. Mate, this boy's this boy's squeaky clean. He's been on a fucking. He's been gravy on basically a, well, it's a, it's a been it's been a gravy research trip slash, uh, basically a three week long photo shoot. So you know, do your worst. Look into it. Look, look into hey, it. look into it. Look into it. Look into it. The kid's been busy. Um, so <laughs> I just wanted to put that in your brain, Tom. I've been excited to tell you about it. I thought I won't bang, I won't burn good content on the blower. No, I'll just tell you on the potty. But pff, mate. We're gonna get the wheels turned. We're gonna we're to get the wheels turning quick because. Do you think that like huge? There's, there's a fucking market over here, bro. Do you think that sh- like as a name, Schnitty Lube? Obviously, it'll pump, but whether they will allow us to be in every store across the globe with a offering called Schnitty Lube, or do you just call Listen, it Tom, it's gravy, I think baby? That- I think that you probably play eyes up um, footy and you have different names for different markets. I'll give you an example. I was watching Harry Potter the other day over here, unwinding after a big one, put the first one on. We know it as Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Mm. Over here, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So sometimes you've got to tweak the name for the market. And I think Gravy Baby, maybe that's the US name. Obviously, Shindy Lou, it plays in the UK, New Zealand, Australia, etc. Apparently, in the UK, they don't have Shindy's. I was talking about. Yeah, they'll need lube. No, they'll need lube. Well, then then we can't can't call it Shindy Lube. No, that's what I mean. I was talking to a mate yesterday, and obviously, there's going to be some English person who's like, yeah, I do. But I'm sure they have it. But apparently, like, just generally in, like, a cultural sort of vibe, like, schnitzels isn't really... It's seen as, like, bogan almost or, like, cheap. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? The English... What's cheap about crumbing beautiful chicken? Yeah, I don't know. I think chicken not respected as a high-class meat in in England. That's what I'm hearing. So, So they're not big chicken people? Well, I mean, I think that the aristocracy like i don't know if the queen or obviously may she rest in heavenly peace uh mm. but you know i don't think the queen was knocking back fucking schnitties double gravies i think that that was seen as uncouth almost to have fried chicken well that's well, fucking it's a disgrace but it says a, lot a bit of a pretzel that's disgraceful and not only Listen. do people in the uk not really have schnitzel on the on the schnitzel wikipedia page on the little united kingdom section it says the most kind of popular one there is called a parmo uh, or a teesside parmesan, which is obviously like a schnitty parma, except they use white bechamel sauce and cheese. Fuck, the English are out of control, dude. Someone needs to stop them. It sounds like the English need help too, Tom. There mm. needs to be a gravy revolution, mate. Mm. And I'm, I'm prepared to fucking lead from the front on this because yeah. people have lost their fucking way. If I showed the Queen, may she rest in peace... Heavenly peace. Heavenly peace. A big, thick, succulent chicken schnitzel, Tom, mm. drowning in Hello Sports Schnitty Lube. It almost bring her back to life. Well, I think it would. I think if they were to pour that gravy all over her uh, as she lay in heavenly peace inside of a coffin, 
you'd see her sit up like the Undertaker and be like, "Holy shit, I'm back!" Take the yeah, crown off Charles's head and go, "I'm back, motherfucker." Where's a schnitty? I'm not back yet, Charles. You fucker. Yeah. All it took was a bit of gravy. Yeah. So listen, the the mind is turning, Tom, mm. and oh yeah. Now my I'm, phone's already I'm, blowing up. They're already fucking. Yeah, there are already people calling us, going, "All right, I'm in." Kids. Kids uh, pump. Fuck, that's Mark Boris. He's saying he, he wants on his podcast to talk about it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, Mark. We're busy. But uh, but yes. Tell Mark we're busy. <laughs> but yes, we, yes, you can invest, but not right now, Mark. All right? I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and listen, Mark, just so you know, that valuation's already sizable. Well, considering you're calling, it's the valuation just went up. <laughs> um, yeah, look, that's definitely something to think about, Eddie. It's definitely something to think about, mate. Um, yeah, it is. It is. Um, but otherwise, New York was fun. Yeah. Obviously, knocked the wind out of Earl's art. Now in the Bahamas, and we're trying to get her wind back. Yeah. Is there? Is there any? Are you doing? Any, is there any Bahaman? Bahaman? Baha, bah, is what's the what's the term? I'm Bahamian. Doing? Well, I'm asking you, Bahamian, Bahamian. I think I it know. is Bahamian. Well, are there any remedies there? Is there any like local, you know, get your wind back in your sales methods that you've tried yet? She's gone for like a massage slash revitalization session. So that sounds pretty fucking. I'll, nice. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll come back to you with with how that went. She mm. wanted to go get. Uh, she wanted to go and fucking hang out with the pigs and shit. There's like pigs. Yeah, in I've seen that. Palmers. swim with the pigs. Mixed messages like the main pig island is two hours away on a speedboat. I'm like, that could be anything. Like, two hours on a speedboat could literally be the worst two hours of your fucking life. Yeah. If it was, if imagine it was uncomfortable, it was choppy. If it was bouncy, it's fucking it soaking wet. Yeah. You, so you, I'm assuming you can't fly there. You can, it's an hour away, but I'm not. I'm in my horizontal wear, Tom. I'm I'm very relaxed at the moment, yeah. and I don't know if I want to get on a flight to go to the Pig Island to go see pigs in the water. I get it. I've seen yeah. them in like Tash Oakley's Instagram and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like mm. hot yeah. chicks. People also love to go and swim with pigs. Yeah, they do. Um, Probably like, and then one of her other friends said that you can get staph infections from them. I'm like, well, fucking hell. Well, that's nice. I mean, that'd be a nice way to wrap it up. Mm. Parlay yeah, a bit yeah, of you know Bahamian nice sickness into a staff pig induced staph infection. <laughs> so I might just, I might just fucking keep that a miss. Leave the pigs to, I might leave the pigs to themselves. What do you think it is about the Bahamian pigs that hot chicks like? Chicks so love much? pigs, dude. Chicks loves pigs. Do you think chicks though? Have pigs. Do you think that it's got something to do with the fact that it exemplifies how much hotter the chicks are than pigs? Are you thinking like it's a juxtaposition thing? Yeah. Uh, you know, like hot chicks next to pigs. You're like, damn, those chicks are hot. I think, Tom, if I can run an eye over the situation, that it has quite a bit to do with a, with a couple of things, really important things. Mm. Point number one is females generally, in my experience, find pigs cute. Not all girls do, but a lot of them do. Mm. Point two is the locale. Now, we're in the Bahamas, obviously very, sur like, s surreal, serene. Serene, serene, yeah. The water's like an aqua blue. It's sunny all the time. It's hot. It's delicious. 
I'd ask you this. Would there be the same amount of, in- of attraction to the pigs if you had to go Sam in a dam in Dubbo? Yeah, that's true. I don't see, I don't see the, the Insta, Instagram glitterati flot- flocking to Dubbo to go and roll in mud with pigs. I just, I don't see it. It doesn't really... I think it's I think it's pigs out of context as well that, that really gets people going. Yeah, like, dude. are these pigs really in the fucking Bahamas swimming around? Yeah. Because usually they're rolling around in mud. What, that's actually a great point. Like, if you put pigs in any context that is outside of a pile of mud and shit, you might be like, ooh. Well, in a sunny yeah. context. Like, if you saw a, ki- Pigs eating well, papaya, you know what I mean? Pigs, papaya eating pigs in Papua New Guinea. The alliterations are just, it just, it came to me. I apologize. But, you know, I'm going to see that. If I'm a hot Instagram chick. Pigs eating papaya, you're all over that. In Papua New Guinea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the papaya papaya <laughs> eating pigs of Papua New Guinea would be, you know, that sells at the market. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you put that I think it's a, just. I think flyer. it's just animals out of context. Yes, that's true. But they've true. also got to be like wild. And hot. Know? Hot climate. Like fucking uh, our old mate Pablo and his hippos. Everyone's like, there's hippos in in fucking Colombia. Yes, they're Pablos. I'll check that out. If there was some, if there were some random farmers hippos, then no one would care. No one would care because they're Pablos and they're going wild. Everyone's like, fucking oath. Or you know what? Maybe not always hot climate. Those monkeys that like fucking chill in saunas in the middle of the snow. They like just sit in hot springs. You ever seen those? Those snow monkeys in Japan or some shit, and they Mm. just sit in hot springs. Like, well, I'll go see that. Animals Mm. in weird contexts. Animals in weird context, you can sell at the markets, my friend. Um, I think the hot chick element is the fact that they can be in bikinis while doing it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You need to find the Goldilocks zone of animal interaction and hot chicks is climate. It's all climate because if it's hot, it means I don't have to wear much. Which is, to be honest, why climate change in and of itself is really fucking threatening the pig industry in the Bahamas because as it gets colder or as the weather changes chicks aren't going to go and see fucking pigs in cold water no unless it gets hotter well then it could be fucking it could be booming except then maybe the pig die and now we're in some real trouble dead pigs in warm water (laughs) (laughs) yeah you don't want it soupy because then it's a bath well and then you are getting infections and now it's like, Jesus Christ, do I want to have a bath with this pig? Like, I'm, I'm happy to frolic around with them, but I, I don't know if I want... I didn't know if I signed up for a bath with I'm, this pig. No, no, no. I'm not here scrubbing behind its fucking ears here. I was getting a photo with yeah. a cute pig in the Bahaman water. Mm, mm. Interesting. And now I'm bathing this. I'm now I'm bathing with this fucking thing. Yeah. So I think that's probably how that came to be, Tom. Yeah. Um, we've only been here for a, a night, so I'll get the lay of the land, mate. So you're there, Don't and then do you me. fly out of there to home? Uh, yep. There's, like, multiple steps, but yes. You're looking forward to that, I bet. Oh, I'm fucking excited about that. Time. Didn't you jag That'll Didn't you jag some, uh, didn't you jag a busy flight on the way home? Like an upgrade did, or some yep. shit? Okay, well, that's something to look forward yeah, to. I did, I did. Classic rewards, frequent flyer. Thank you to Qantas for that little fucking honeymoon miracle. That'll make it. That'll make it somewhat. That'll make it very palatable, doable. Yeah, completely. Very palatable. Otherwise, you're looking at 
an hour to Miami, five hours to LA, then the 14, where are we at to? We're, we're at 20, are we? I don't know, dude. I didn't, 20 I didn't hours. do any addition there. I just let you go. But how are you, mate? You're fucking holding down the fort for me? Oh, uh, mate, holding down the fort. Shout out again to Streety who came in last week. It was another, uh, mate, the, the dribblers are loving uh, some of our old pals coming in and shooting the shit. Um, that was well, fun. Well, that's the... Um, that's the Kings of Keppel you've done now. It is the Kings of Keppel. I tell you what, next year, 2023, we need to make some... Consu- we need to have, like, as many big UFC cards as possible that we're not at. Shout out to go. Um, the Kings of Keppel doing fucking companions. But, if um, we're not at them, shout out to go. Yeah, if we're, not, if we're not at them, shout out to go. Um... Not an ad, but 100%. And if we're not at the Ashes. And if we're not at the Ashes, then we'll do Companions there. Shout out to KO. But obviously, we want to be at the Ashes. But shout out to KO either way. If you haven't got KO, you should get KO. We would (laughs) be But how did he go? I haven't had a chance to listen to it. No, it was good. It was good fun, man. We spoke for fuck. It was three hours, I think. I see. I checked checked the time. Yeah. Fucking hell. I I really enjoyed the reels, though. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I enjoyed that one of them, the first one was pretty good, and the second one was so fucking weird and illiterate. I'm like, mate. Was that West Street? That pirate one. Dude. The pirate one. He was doing them all show, and I was like, this is just fantastic. (laughs) I had great work fucking noting them down, fellas. Fellas behind the scenes. Um, But, no, it was good fun. It was good fun. And then generally, mate, you know what? I'm fucking basically moved back into Bondi. I'm still still uh, house-sitting, technically. We haven't stayed at Bondi yet, but 90% of the shit's in there. Built my bed. Fucking just waiting on the girls' beds. The washing machine. But everything's coming together pretty nicely. I've been down to the beach a few times. I'm just slowly, shoes not on. I'm back getting back into that real fucking beach life. I'm horny for it. Things are around. Whereabouts? What, what? Whereabouts are you? What end? What uh, area? Mate, I'm right near where I used to live. I don't want to. Oh, really? Not that it's anyone's going to yeah, come yeah. to my fucking house, but um. So well, just ne- off. Well, you never know. No, you don't actually. Just off Bondi Road, um, but near near my old joint. So it's like not. It's mate, four hundred meters to the beach. Love that. Yep. Love that. Yeah, it's really good stuff. It's really good, honest stuff. How, um, mate, how nice to just space out a move. It's the only way, and obviously no one can do it because no one, like 90% of people are not going from house sitting and you don't want to start paying rent at two places at once. But so we've started paying rent, but because we're house sitting, the move-in has just been so gradual. Like, oh, yeah, let's go and... I'll go and build the bed today. And it's like, oh, well, they're, they're delivering some other shit today. Oh, cool, well, let's go and... The only problem I'm having is that our living room isn't it isn't purpose built for a TV in there. So there will be one and our TV is in there, but it's like I've always found this and I don't want to upset anyone listening at home, but if your TV isn't like sort of kind of the center of your living room, then I think you're a bit of a fucking you got your priorities wrong. And ours cannot be the center of the living room, so I'm just a little bit like, you know, Perturbed by that, you know what you know what you can do though, Tom. If if it if it allows, is using obviously that fucking that that mounting technology. Yeah, you, yeah. You put one you on the wall. The TV and you twist it. Yeah, yeah. We have considered putting it on the wall. Um, 
the only thing that for me I'm not doing that. The reason I wouldn't do that is because it's like admin-y. You got to go through the landlord and see what they want to do. And I'm like, you know what, fuck it. No, no, no. You just do it. You just do it and then patch it up. We um we had it up on the mantelpiece, and I know you've got yours in the mantelpiece as well at your place, don't you? TV. Yeah. I've realised it's too high. I never noticed it at your place, but a TV on a mantelpiece is too high because that's where it currently sits, and I'm like. Looking up. Well, I don't have I don't have anywhere to put mine downstairs, as you well know. Mm. There's nowhere else to put it. No, I face the same. I face the same very problem that you face, Tom. Mm. One that means, like in a perfect world, there wouldn't be a TV in my living room. But I sort of like having one in there. Um, Inevitably, off the back of that, we watch a lot of our TV upstairs in the bedroom. Well, see, that's the thing. Is so you've got a TV upstairs. Yeah, a yeah. big, a big mother. Yeah, that's where the big boys go. A huge mother. A hu- the that's big right. mother's upstairs. To be honest, you don't really need a TV downstairs then, unless you're having people around. No, I, I guess. Well, if you're having people, that, that's the only reason it's there. Maybe yeah. the footy's on, and, yeah. I, and and me and my friends want to watch something, Tom. You Otherwise, it gets it gets very little use, mate. Very little use. Yeah. Um. So don't worry about it, mate. Put one in the bedroom, and you'll be fine. I've got no place for my uh, rogue echo bike, my assault bike. Oh, the one you don't—the one you don't use. Well, I, it's been in storage. I haven't been able to use it, but I've got it there, and I don't have any room for it currently. So I'm trying to work out. I could get a cover for it and leave it sort of outside, and then use it in the backyard. I am worried about spiders, though. That is so unlikely. Um, <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you fucking bring more shit into the office and just fucking put it in the office? Oh, yeah? Do you want it in here? Yeah, you'll use it all the time. Yeah, well, with that monitor. I could bring it in here if you want. <laughs> Where would we put it? Maybe just in the middle of the about even set? Or maybe maybe you turn it into Tobler's chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be good. Just pedaling while he's working. <laughs> Link it up to the electricity. Oh, now we're talking <laughs> uh, to the fans. Hybrid yeah. model. Um. Yes. Yeah, so well, we're going good. green. Yeah, we are going we're very, green. We're very environmental, con- environmentally conscious in the office, Tom. And yep. For that reason, that reason alone, Tobler will be forced to ride whilst he works. Yep. I tell you what, I saw Eddie over the last couple of days that caught my lazy eyes was our teensy, itsy bitsy, teeny weeny little D or Davy at uh, the Arias. With fucking Clancy overall of Petuta Advocate fame and like Brooke Boney and shit. And I'm like... At the Arias? I'm like, what's this little itsy bitsy teeny weeny little fucker doing at the Arias? David? I was... I don't know. I thought I was just being recognised for my musical talents. <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Um, it was honestly always a dream of mine to go to the Arias and win an award. And I was there as a guest of our good friends Clancy. And his crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I had a wonderful night there. Um, it was exactly as kind of try-hard-ish as I thought it would be from having watched years and years of the Arias where they try to make it like it's some big Grammys event. But yep. in reality, there's at least a line of five people deep at the bar while every award is getting presented. And yeah. if you're sitting close enough to the back, you hear more murmurs than you do presentations. Was it sit down, sit down, sit down dining and shit? No, nah, not dining. It was like Horton Pavilion. So like seats on the floor and then like in the, like a few little stands around. So you're but all just sitting in seats. Huh? Yeah. 
What do you like a concert? Yeah, pretty much. Or like a, or like, or like a, like someone giving a TED talk. Yeah, or like the cinemas. Yeah, like there's all seats. There's like a bit of standing room at the front in a little mosh pit where I think they had like some fans to make people they look pa- excited. Rent a, rent a crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so the Arias isn't even a dinner, dude. Wow. Look, not to make this about me, but it what was when fuck? I used to go. It was when my old man used to take us, like, mum and the kids. It was like a full-on dinner. Of course. Yeah. Well, they had, like, lots of food and stuff. Red Rooster, a very classy option. They had lots of that there. Okay, this has changed. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> That's not how I remember it. Yeah, but there, so all the food was, like, outside on the little red carpet area, and there were bars as well. Look, there was some fancy food. There was lovely cheese and charcuterie boards. There was chocolate fountains of both the white and milk varieties. Um, lots of fondue dippy stuff for the chocolate. But the problem with having all the food outside was that during the ceremony, everyone was like, oh, you know what? Might want a few more little red rooster chippies or something. And then everyone just started filing outside. Yeah, okay. Um, and did you meet anyone? Any heroes? Uh, I, I was honestly too starstruck to go after all the Wiggles, but that was the most <laughs> excited I got. I was like, the holy Wiggles? shit, it's the Wiggles, yeah. All, and all of them as well, like the OG guys, the except OG for Greg. There. Greg wasn't there, but the rest of them is were. Is that Yellow? Yeah, Yellow, yeah. He got some health problems, is that why Greg wasn't there, or is he just like... I think so, but I also think he's not as much involved with the ongoing proceedings of the Wiggles as right. Jeff and Murray and Anthony are. Um, but that was pretty cool. Saw like, I don't know, Ballpark Music, Amel and the Sniffers, King Stingray. I saw what I thought was either Lime Cordial or the Inspired Unemployed, but I don't know because they all look the same. And there was about five people who were also dressed like that. Um, so that was cool. But Good from you, Dave. Yeah. You know, it was a great night all around. The after party was good. Spent a while talking to uh, the guys from Brown Cardigan, which was also a niche but hero of mine. Um, yeah. Look at good Dale times, Dave. really. Just, you know, moving But hang on, why were you there? <laughs> because there were spare tickets and I was invited. Yeah, I right. mean, because okay. I'm a big name. So they were, so they were, give it, so they were, they were, they were giving them away, basically. They couldn't <laughs> give them away. <laughs> Pretty much. There were a few empty seats around. I thought Dave would have yeah. been fucking first on the uh, on the call sheet. Well, I was. Clearly, yeah, they listen. didn't uh, They didn't have your numbers because they were like, oh, yeah, we need a representative of Hello Sport. And I yeah, said, well, well it is no, my podcast. Saying, no, so that's right. No, we didn't. Go. We didn't. I tell you what else. I was saying this last week, Eddie, but fucking, I said it to Hamish, but I mean, one of the great snubs not having us at GQ Man of the Year. I feel like we were fucking shoo-ins to be uh, at least nominated for Men of the Year. Well, I think, Tom, that's what's done us in is that... It was GQ Man of the Year, not Men. Well, the what year. they don't have a Men category. I mean, they got ca- they got some categories there, bro. You should see the categories they got. I'm just saying. We Listen, I'm t- Tom. I'm just trying to find. I'm just trying to find reasons as to why you and I weren't there. Seemed a little odd mm. that we weren't. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's like a you know, is it like a sour grapes thing. Have we done something to upset GQ? I don't. I don't know if we've had run-ins with GQ in the past. I'm. I'm trying to scratch my head thinking about it. Um, what does GQ? Stand nothing for? comes. <laughs> uh, uh, gen- no one, gentlemen's quarterly. Knows. Gentlemen's quarterly. Perhaps there's not enough gentlemen in this time. A bit rough around the edges. Oh, I don't know about that, mate. Um. Yeah, but I, I was um, fucking. I was. Whilst we're, whilst we're on awards, whilst we're on awards shows, Tom, someone tagged us in it. Um, 
I feel like we got snubbed for um, the Australian Broadcasting or Podcasting Sports oh. Podcast of the Year as well. Yeah, well, no, I mean, yes, we did, but then like... The top three, I tell you what, the top three was a real who's who. Do you know what that is, the Australian Podcast Awards? You have to pay to be nominated, I found out. Because I was like, what the fuck is this? Someone did tags. I was like, what is this shit? How much have you got to pay? Dude, I don't know, but you got to pay to enter. I'm like, that's the biggest oh load of shit. Yeah, you got to pay and send your own like clips and stuff to be Yeah, judged. like, so, hey, if you're the Australian Podcast Awards, you do your fucking job and try and work and like I don't even think we should have been like you look at someone like Kempy right like how is he not fucking how is he just not nominated Mate, that's, off the fucking bat all I'm saying is I, I, I and this is no offence to those in the top three I'm just I didn't recognise anyone no you know I didn't look I'm not, and, trying, to be, I'm not trying to be mean I'm just saying I don't know well but it's not even just about whoever the like, yeah whoever the top three were no disrespect but, like, hey, hey, I'm going to let you finish. Denny Kemp had the biggest sports podcast of all time. It's just like, it seems it seemed a little bizarre. But, yeah, I wasn't 100% sure what the go was with the old uh, podcast awards. I did notice that the, so basic, the winner of the sports podcast, with the greatest of respect, I don't, don't know if I should name them. No, nah, don't name them because you don't but want to they talk did, But they did have a total of nine, actually ten episodes released on Spotify. That's in, it? In total, yep. Oh, oh my huge god! Huge there was actually one my missus because I was, I was she. There was one that was like I don't know if it was like a people's choice or a viewer's choice or like a something. I don't even know if it was people's choice. It was something about, but there was one where it was like there was a few podcasts named in this one that was like, you know, maybe it was a people's choice. I can't tell. I can't remember, but similar thing where it was like these two chicks who had done fourteen episodes all year, and I'm like. What is this fucking thing? Like, I don't understand what these awards are. Like, if you're going to be the Australian like podcast, you... wasn't going to take yourself fucking seriously. Did the Alpha Blokes win anything? They're literally fucking up there with Rogan every week in terms of downloads and shit. Like, what are we talking about? Nah, they didn't get on the... They, they didn't win any. I don't know if they were second or third, but it doesn't look like well, it. Well, I doubt they're in there fucking paying money to get nominated. I've Sounds to me, Tom, like this is this is like a money-making exercise and you, you pay for your position as yeah. well. I mean, I wonder if you could just... Now, this would be funny. Next year, if they continue their model, which is, uh, I'm assuming, just purchasing podcasts, if we can enter a fake podcast. <laughs> just make a couple episodes, put them up there, like just complete horse shit and some clips and just pay money to get in there. See if we can win it. But also... But Dude, also let's see if we can win an award with a fake podcast. With a fake podcast. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, it'd be fucking funny, dude. Something even like um, uh, Denon and Eddie talking babies. Babies, yes, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Denon and Eddie talk babies. Let's see if we can Let's get that in can... there to win fucking like a yeah. parenting and lifestyle award or whatever the fuck, whatever <laughs> category that would be. Although I'm sure Hamish Blake will probably win that because he's actually got a legit dad podcast. And I'm yeah, but he, yeah, but I don't. He, I mean, he may not enter himself either. I yeah, that's true. That's true. That's and they're, true. They're, they're pretty they're pretty established. Den um, and Eddie talk babies. I, Let's try and get yeah. that to win Write a podcast award. The um the Write winner of down. the best parenting podcast was an ABC podcast, and the silver went to Osher Ginsburg's Dad Pod, as he calls it. Okay, well, look, listen, right for the picking. Eddie and Den and talk babies, or you could again the gravy chat with Tom and Eddie. Is there, a, is there like a cooking well, Would that go under food? Yeah, that'd go under food. See how many we can win. Or at least even if we get like, you know, 
what top three. There's a category that is literally called smartest podcast. And what the fuck does that mean? Well, I don't know. You probably it's like solving math equations. Anyway, yeah. Listen, so I feel like we could probably graze a few palms, Tom, and get it, walk away with a couple of gongs. Yeah, I think so. But it does just, I mean, considering you're calling it the Australian Podcast Awards and you have to pay to enter, that seems like something that's... Like, did the great cricketer win anything? No. Okay. They didn't even get nominated, I'm sure, because they're not in there fucking paying. Anyway... Yeah. Congratulations to all of the nominees and the winners. <laughs> um, so, Dave, you enjoyed the Aries. That's all that matters. I had a lovely time, yes. It felt good to, you know, dress up nice and smart for once. Frocked up. Take the thongs off, put on a couple of collars. Did you put some? Did you put the thongs on? I didn't put the thongs on. You should have, dude. It was tempting, as Kevin Parker did at the Arias a few years ago. Shout out to Kevin Parker. Dave, you should have worn thongs, dude. That would have been so fucking yeah. good. I just, it was my first the, Arias and I didn't want to like, you know, get too like up yeah. myself. You there, didn't want it to be your last. Exactly, exactly. I need to cement myself in there as a regular appearer and player at the Arias. And then when... Mate, I don't think you've worn shoes once on our podcast. No, I've never seen Talking him in close impressions. Yeah, I know. There was there was a couple times I think where I rocked up barefoot because I forgot my thongs. Yeah, I remember you standing on the street outside the Batuta Advocate Studios with no shoes, and I'm like, who in the winter? Fuck have we, in yeah, winter, who the fuck have we brought on board here? Who is this kid? He looks like he's homeless. He's walked up off the street. Um, you still got your missus, Dave? I'm just checking in, mate. Yeah, making I do sure you still love my missus. I do. Yeah, she. Um, was it this weekend? No, I think it was last weekend. She met all the family at my brother's engagement party, which was interesting. Okay, how'd that go? Oh, I think that cute. went down very well. I got similar reports from about three different family members that all quote, she's very sweet. Well, there you go. That's which, nice. Uh, yeah. So they approve. I think they approve, yep. How do you say I approve in Yiddish? Jewish? Um, I don't know. Although I think you could say like kola kavod, which is Hebrew, which is what my brother said to me after he heard me talking about being Jewish on the last podcast. It just means well done, good effort. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, we had some, we were asking Dave about, um, was it to do with Kanye and shit? Yeah. Spoke very well, Dave. Thank you. I, I'm happy to become a spokesperson for my people, even if they don't like it. <laughs> yeah, self-appointed. <laughs> yeah, self-appointed. I will That's also say, kind of I, I, will, I will say like, I do remember you speaking well, though I do think that was probably when we, very close to finishing the Magnum, and I have very like it's a very sort of like yeah faint <laughs> recollection of what we said. I think that's why I could get away with talking some political shit because you were about one point five liters. Of water <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell of a time, hell of a time. Um, Edward, <coughs> yeah, bro. I don't want to sound hyperbolic when I say this. What I'm about to say, because it's not the way that I operate. It's not the way you operate. I'm I not wouldn't sh- want that, Tom. No, but I'm. We might. We're a real sniff at winning the soccer world cup. We're a huge sniff, mate. We we won our fucking first game in twelve years. Yeah, um, shout out I to Mitch Duke. Mitch Duke, mate, with one of the great glancing headers I've ever seen. Dude, that was actually though. Like that was no, no. I'm not. Fucking, I'm not being hyperbolic. No, I'm that not was being hyperbolic. so. He was about. What was he? Fucking 30 metres out? And the commentators were like, the commentators were like, 
he uh, it was like there was speed on the ball there, and all he had to do was just boop, just change, just guide it in the right direction. And it was like that was so expertly executed. I think Tom they referred to it as a nine's instinct, a killer instinct. So you're a striker, you're a nine. Your job to score goals, and he's just aware. He's just, he's just aware of where he's at, where his body's at, um, where, where his he goalie is, is, where, where he is, maybe is. like in time and spatially, space. Tom. Time and space. Yeah, time and space. Where I'm, where am I in four dimensions? Yep. And he sums that up, and and he sees the ball also in four dimensions approaching him, and it's just a, it's a man that knows what's doing. Mm. It was fucking hot stuff. Yeah. Um, I saw a fucking funny little man the other day. It was like, um, I'm going to tell my kids that Mbappe, Messi, and fucking someone else, some other heavy hitter, won player of the match on the same day as Mitch Duke. Yeah. Shout out to Mitch Duke. It's, um, I'm well, he, like- saved the fucking, he saved the nation, mate. Yeah. He saved the nation. I think the Danes will be quaking in their fucking boots now, quite frankly. They yeah. tied with Tunisia. They oh, they lost to France. We lost to France. What was it? How did they lose to France? to France? What was the score against France? Two one. Okay, so they they they. Are they loss is a loss. Yeah, mate. no, no, no. I know. Are they good? Are the Danish good? What's the go with Danish? Other than being a phenomenal pastry. Listen, if Graham Arnold is as savvy as I'd like to think he is, Tom, and I think that he recognises there's a real thirst down down under for our boys to win our first World Cup. The only way to do that is to get out of the pool. Mm. If I'm him, he knows a draw will do it. I'd be parking that fucking bus and defending their asses off. Yeah, maybe we can counterattack and score a goal if we're lucky. If you just fucking play 10 at the back and see what happens. The only problem with defence, and this is kind of because we are a... And if I can get into the X's and O's of football, because I played up until the age of 10... I scored an own goal in my final ever game, which was the grand final. We lost 1-0. We've been there. Um, Whenever we're just defending, I am, like, perpetually nervous. It's like you're inviting these people just to come and attack and attack and attack. Like, I do like that to, you know, we've got to throw a bit of caution to the wind whilst we don't want to let the, the pastries get over us. We, you know, defend I, sure. I think the... Try and score some goals. I think the problem. I think the problem with that potentially, Tom, is that I don't think that we're known for our attacking flair nor our time in possession. I think we're sort of like fucking kick it upstream and 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 hope to yeah. God that something comes off here. Much like our first game against the French, you just sort of catch them off guard. I'm not saying we go away from that. I think we absolutely invest in that, but I wouldn't be investing in all that attack. I don't no. think got the cattle necessarily. No. So I think you play defensive. And, yeah, it'll be heart-in-the-mouth stuff, Tom. I'm not saying it won't be. It'll be 90 minutes of heart-in-the-mouth. Mm. But I trust our boys will get yeah. the job done. We don't necessarily have the attacking weapons in the duffel bag, but we can play Operation Human Shield and just link up arms together. Have you ever heard of this, Tom? Well, have you ever heard of this little fucking little thing that we are famous for? Aussie Ticker. Yep. Now, if we roll out Aussie Ticker and defend our fucking asses off, then we're a sniff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I, at the end of the day, I think that if you just, if you're all resolve, all Ticker, I think that a Danish wilts under Ticker. Yeah. That's what I think. Do you think, 
in the sheds of the Socceroos, Graham Arnold, who I feel like his general demeanour is not necessarily representative of how I perceive footballers generally. He's quite a gruff. He may he could coach rugby league looking like that. But do you think he just he's gets gruff. in there and just writes ticker on the fucking tactics board? Ticker. And then just walks out of the room. I, look, I'm not going to put words in Graham Arnold's mouth, Tom, but I wouldn't be fucking surprised, put it that way. I mean, is there a more emotive language in the Australian dictionary than ticker? No, I don't know. I don't think there is. I also... Maybe Anzac. Maybe Anzac, but that'd be it. So he's right. Ticker, Anzac, and then something else, and then just walks yeah. out. Joe, a bit of ticker for the Anzacs, and then walk out. Fucking now we're talking. Yeah. Ticker, Anzacs. Yeah, the most... And then just like he's got to just smash something. Or show him that clip of that guy, you know, or embrace the clip of that guy firing up that fucking fifth grade AFL site. Yeah, could do that. I wouldn't <laughs> mind. What about one. what about getting fucking Mad Dragons vodcast into a Socceroos jersey? Just get him to slightly pivot for the World Cup. I think he's got some pivot in him. Mm. I think he can pivot. You know that Obviously motherfucker a did a seven-hour... You know that motherfucker did a seven-hour, I think. Can you just check the Mad Dragons vodcast Facebook page? I didn't look at it, but I saw him promoting it. I think, like, a seven-hour comprehensive breakdown of the Dragon season on Facebook. Seven Actually, hours? Yeah, with him and his other dribbly Dragons, mates. He's one of the great dribblers, mate. I listened to his podcast on the way to Dubbo that time, and it's... I've got a dream. I've got a dream for 2023 because he lives in Perth. And I haven't approached this gentleman at all, but whenever Manly play the Dragons, we fly that motherfucker over to New South Wales to come in here and do a live stream of us watching the Dragons with him. And we just pepper that cunt into the ground. (laughs) Try and get him to break. Well, just see how far we can push him emotionally, physically. Exactly. But, like, if the Dragons win, then he'd be doing it back to us. But I'm just like, let's let's pepper this. Let's, let's get him over and let's see how he goes. Just to I correct you, Tom, it was actually eight hours. Eight hours. Can you send us a link to that? Because I will be enjoying yes. some of that today once me and Eddie wrap up here. Eight hours is fucking outrageous. Well, that's a, that's it. a significantly that's, that's a significant amount of time. That's a third of the day. Yeah, it is. It's a third of the day. It's a third of the day. <laughs> when you put anyway, it in those terms, terms, it's a third of a day talking about the dragon season. I just uh, that's an insane More or less. amount of time. Yeah, it is. It's fucking absurd. What it is. Uh, but I think we'll be in. The, I think we'll be in the knockout phase, Tom. So and do I, dude. Come at us. Well, if uh, if uh, come at us. if history is anything to go by, actually, at the last World Cup in Russia, uh, we drew with Denmark in the group stages. Funnily enough, we were in the same group as Denmark and France last time as well. Okay. Um, can you get us some soccer, some World Cup results, please? Moment. Yeah. I did Croatia because they're my second team. Sorry, I've got a second team. Fools. Did they get up last night? They most certainly might have. They fucking drew against like. Costa they Rica did get up. Shit. Yep, four one against Canada. Oh fuck yeah, they yep. did. Um, could we, who t- scored? T- Messi got another. Who scored? Player. Well, I'm a fucking Croatian fan now, dude. So Kramaric got a double. Yeah, uh, Livaja okay. and Marja. I only know one guy, and he's the captain. I can't even remember his name, so he didn't score. I tell you what, I like Tom. Was um, Bosnich and a couple of old Socceroos cronies like just 
laying it on so thick after we lost to France, basically fucking accusing them of having no ticker and shit. And then we come back. Dave, your computer's about to die as well, buddy, just so you know. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's what old greats do, mate. You know, when we're going shit, we sh- they sink the boot in. And then we come back and show some Aussie ticker for the yeah. Anzacs. And then they go, oh, well, no, this is fucking... Oh, well, no, well, they, must have, they must have heard what we said. I didn't realise that we... It's like that, that, that we didn't win a game last World Cup, and that that's only our second, our first win since 2012. We haven't, we haven't won a game since 2010. 10, sorry, 2010. And then, and so only... So we didn't win, so we, we didn't only, win 2014, 2014, we didn't win a game. 2018, we didn't win a game. We won one game in 2010, I think, and then we won one in 2006. Yeah, we beat and Serbia. The World Cup before that was like 30 years ago when we didn't win a game. So it goes 1974 World Cup, didn't win a game. 2006, we beat Japan 3-1, historic game. That was and the only one we won? In that World Cup, yeah. And we, we drew did. with Serbia. Yeah, yeah we drew with Serbia. No, drew with Croatia. Croatia. Croatia, and then, and got, then, out of, and then got out of the group stage. Did we lose to Brazil? Italy. Yeah, no, we lost to Brazil in the groups. Then we lost to Italy with yeah. that bullshit penalty in the round of 16. And then Italy went on to win it. Yes. And then 2010, we beat Serbia and then didn't win one until now. I love it. And because when I was watching it, old Mitchie Duke of the only, and I don't know if I saw this in the Punters and Dribblers page, but it was like the only Duke we allow in Australia. Clever. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. But they were like, like the commentators were basically deep-throating him about like, he's one of the only Australian goal scorers. And I was like, wait a minute. I just hadn't really conceptualised how poor we are at a World Cup and like how few goals we've scored and how Mitch Duke is should change the name to Mitch Cookbar. Um, that like he's the only like one of the very few goal scorers we've ever had. I'm pretty sure he was the eighth. Well, so yeah, so 2018 FIFA World Cup, our only two goals are from Mile Jedinak. Shout out penalties. to Mile Jedinak. Twenty. Shout out to him. Big fan of his work. 2014, he got another goal, and Tim Cahill scored two. And those are our only three goals. And Tim Cahill po- has posted twice of that goal since we've the World Cup started. Just so everyone's aware, twice. Twice. Yeah, two more times that's gone up. Fuck off, has he? Yeah. He is unbelievable. Two more times, Tim. Tim, that is fucked. Yep. It's the best. Well, actually, we're uh, t- tomorrow night or Tuesday night, uh, SEN All Talk. We've got um, former Socceroo, Sydney FC stalwart, Ryan Grant of Got a Mullet fame. He's on. Good man. Very good man. Um, Great man. I actually saw him down at the Bondi Markets yesterday. Did you say hello? I did say hello. There you yep, go. Did yep. you tell him his episode was coming out this week or you didn't know? I didn't know, but I did yeah. tell him I would have been more confident of an Australian World Cup victory if he was in the team. Yeah, so would I. Disappointing he didn't make it, but that's on this week and then the full episode obviously next weekend, uh, Sunday. Um, and then, so Timmy Cahill scored a few for Australia in the World Cups, hasn't he? He'd scored yeah, at least he scored three a, or Yeah, four. so he scored in the 2010 in the 2014 and in the 2006. Shout out to the Socceroos. Yeah, shout out to the Socceroos, mate. Doing the damn thing. When do we play Denmark again? Oh, sorry, is it not down? When do we play the Danes, the pastries? I'm getting that to catch on. So Thursday morning at 2 or 3 a.m. I think it's 3. Oh, for fuck's sake. Does it have to be that late? I mean, I'd much prefer the 9 a.m.s or the 9 p.m.s or the 6 a.m.s. 3 in the morning is a real pain in the ass. 3 a.m. is fast. Real pain in the ass. 
Um, but we'll fucking win it, whatever. Now, Eddie, I I did know this, but I didn't know this, but I did know this, but I'm so horny, and you probably less horny, baby, because you're in the Bahamas, but, well, actually, West Indies, this week. I should be able to. I should be able to watch you it. You should I'm, be able I'm to watch it. Thick of it. You're in the absolute in the thick, thick of it. it. I'm in the thick of it, mate. Test cricket, dude. This week, Test I cricket's was, back, mate. I've been. Um, listen, it, this is the only occasion I won't watch it on KO, and that's because they're fucking geo blocked me. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, Tom, you know, like I know, like we all know that I'd be watching it on KO because they're the best in the fucking business. Fox cricket that. on KO. But I'm in the thick of it here, mate. And it, it only dawned on me recently. I'm like, fuck, it's on the 29th, the first test. It's so annoying. I'm not back yet. And then I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm in the West Indies, bro. Yeah. What's the time difference like? Are you going to, like, is it going to be good for you, bad for you? Is it a. Well, so it's going to be. What time is it there? Nine, is it 9.30 there? Yeah. So what? So 10 a.m. Or maybe, is it at 10 or nah, 11? Maybe no, it's, in, it's in Perth, so it's oh, like a one thirty. Yeah, it's in start. Perth. Ooh, that's going to be... Yeah, I'll be late at night It's going to be horse shit for me. Yeah. Well, it's going to be great gonna be for us bad. as a nation because mm. we basically just get a day-nighter now. That's horny stuff. Fuck. That's actually fucked. What day does that start? The 30th, which is Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> Yes. We sure it's a Wednesday some reason I thought it was a Thursday. Yep. 30 days has September, April, June, and November. Wednesday it is, baby. Wednesday it is. That is Look, that so might be good. it might be tough for me, but You know what, dude? Look, it is what it is. You you're in a cool, you're in the right spot though. You're in the right place for it. Yeah, plus you got to start adjusting yeah. back to the Australian time zone. So this is a great way to do it. Dave's making And I can points. start ribbing I can start ribbing people going, "Bruh, See, Smudge scored a fucking triple ton. Yeah, I don't know if you heard. Smudge found his hands. Whoops. Whoops. That spells trouble for fucking One Nation. Yeah. Your collective... Well, not One Nation. No, don't say One No, not, not One Nation. No. But also not, not One Nation. Not not Pauline Hanson. No, no, it's got nothing to do with Pauline. I'm no. saying your collective... Yeah, yeah. It sounded, like you were, it sounded like you were you know, getting into your fucking Pauline work. Which, you know, which was... Um, we're not about here. Well, I didn't. St- I didn't spend much time in the uh, the red states, Tom. So there's not a whole lot of Pauline about me. Good. In the back of my chicken. Oh, rice. good. Good to hear. Um, there is some shit going on though in Australian cricket right now. There's some some tumult, I think is the word, which is tumultuous, but tumult. I think you can say. Uh, with you can can you say tumult? Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Sorry to drop on some big words on everyone. Except it's not a big Even word. Even though it's, it's not a big word, it's, it's actually a word. small word. It's a small word. Um, the Zendokai master, former Australian coach, but black belt in Zendokai, JL Justin Langer, um, obviously unceremoniously sort of dumped from the Australian coaching job, even though he technically quit. Uh, he was on a podcast this week called The Back Chat. Um, I'm sure they didn't. They also probably weren't fucking nominated for a podcast award despite being a better podcast than anyone else. But, um, mate, it's actually a good interview, like the whole thing. But, um, and, you know, JL seems like a great chat and he had some yarns around like Kerry Parker and his cricket career and all this sort of shit. But there's obviously this bit that comes up where they ask him about 
getting resold. And yeah. I just want to play a bit of it for you. So this is the back chat. You can find the full interview on and wherever you get your podcasts. That is the name of it, Dave. You got mm-hmm. it there? Yep. So the full interview is on YouTube. Back chat is the... Mm-hmm. So subscribe, whatever. I don't... Because we're obviously playing their shit. So go listen to the full fucking interview. Um, but this bit's gone everywhere. So it's not like I'm the, we're the first people to find it. But I want you to hear it because I don't think you've heard it. No. Tim Payne's just released a book mm. and um, he's detailed a conversation he had with you mm. um, and he's labelled it the hardest conversation he ever had as a player. Mm. But he also detailed what you had to say back and you appreciated the honesty he gave you. He was speaking about some of the players' thoughts and your coaching mm. style and mm. the environment of the club. Mm. Um, I just found it interesting. Like, So your, your response, and you can tell me if it's right or wrong, was sort of, and no, no one's it ever. It was a relief, yeah, mate. No one's ever been a, that honest. Because I, I was reading about all this in the paper. Mm. Everyone was being nice to my face, and I was reading about it, this stuff. I'm going, and half of it, I swear to God, on my kids' lives, it was like, I cannot believe this is one making the papers. I've got to believe there's, you know, you hear a lot of journalists use the word source. A source says. Mm-hmm. I would say, change that word for coward. A coward says, not a source, because. What do you mean a source says? They've either got an axe to grind with someone and they won't come and say it to your face or they're just leaking stuff for their own agenda. I hate that. That's just so... But then so painy. we had this conversation and he goes, mate, I'm out of sleep. I said, mate, just be 100% honest with me. And I'm sitting there going, you're joking. Awesome. No worries. And some of the stuff he said is like, you'd imagine he was telling me to... It was like one out of ten, one out of a hundred. It was the easiest shit to change. I'm going, no, thanks, mate. This is, and it was like a gift. It was like a gift. And I've learned that in life. And people say, I oh, very intense. Don't don't mistake intensity with honesty. You know Brene Brown. You know the great Brene Brown, the Canadian. Um, now she's know on Brene the. Brown. You know she um, researches fear and vulnerability. And one thing she says, it's a beautiful little podcast, and it goes for. Well, I think she said it goes for about 10 seconds. The lady says to her, what's the number one thing in leadership today? She goes, oh, that's easy. Be honest. Clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. So tell the truth. We try and think we're being nice or think we're being soft by, and we're not clear. Be clear. Tim Payne was really clear with me. It was awesome. It was awesome. And like I'm clear... I, one thing I will always say, when people talk to me, they will never go to sleep at night wondering if it's the truth. And because it's clear, it's honest, it's kind. Tim Payne was honest with me. I thought, oh, Payne, I felt like jumping through the FaceTime and giving him a hug. Thank <laughs> you so much. And then this is the killer for me was that he gave me some feet. Then I rang Finchie. I said, Finchie, because I had this meeting the night, I said, Finchie, he goes, I said, mate, we've been captain and coach for four years. He goes, yeah. I know you guys, yeah, I've been a bit of a pussy, haven't I? I don't like confrontation. What do you mean confrontation, mate? Just tell me. So he'd tell me. I'm going, oh, yeah, cool. And he's going, what, you're not upset? No, no, what do you mean upset? This is so fixable. This is easy, mate. And I've got a curious mind. Yeah, like like I said, there. 63 in six hours of back. So it goes on. And I mean, I, we, to be honest, I was listening to it last night. I was like, fuck, we'd have to play like a large portion of it. To, but like... Just that there. <laughs> the start bit, though, where he's like, sources say, nah, cowards say, that's like stirred up some controversy in the media. Because then they're saying, well, who are you fucking, like, 
accusing of being cowards here because they're everyone's saying like Pat Cummins. And then he's come back out, Langer, and being like, no, I wasn't talking about Pat. Pat sent me messages. Da, 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 da. And he's like, he goes on to say there that like, like later on in that bit that like when he left, he got like messages from everyone bar like a couple of people. So he's like, I know who it is. He's like, it's the loudest voices with the most influence. So I'm like, well, if it's not, if it's not Pat Cummins, who the fuck is he, is it, who's he referring to? But then all these players have had to come out and say shit. There's two. There'd be two on my mind if it's not Cummins. Would they be batsmen? Yes. Would they be potentially uh, scorned former leaders within the side? Uh, They've each scored, I think, 30-odd tests. Tons each or approaching thirty. Yeah, approaching. I'd say approach. They're not. They both. Neither of them have, but they are approaching. No, no. But they're they're twenty sevens, twenty sixes, twenty eight, something like that. Yeah, right. It'd be um, interesting if that's so, who it is. Um, that's me reading between the lines, Tom. If I that is who sure, it is, obviously. I also don't know who to believe. I tell you what, he throws he throws Finchy under the bus. Finchy looks like a massive pussy. Oh, he, he he's got. He, 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 I don't think he's got a whole lot of respect for Finchy. Put it that Dude, way. Dude, Finchy comes saying out of that saying that saying like that Finchy basically pussy. admitted to being a pussy to him. <laughs> I don't like confrontation. If he said that, I don't like confrontation. It's like, bro, you're the captain. You can't be a pussy, dude. No, 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 no. That's if that is true. That's fucking embarrassing. It's also, it's also evidence of how vindictive and like fucking backstabby it must have felt for Langer if he's coming out saying all that sort of shit yeah he goes on to say like the worst thing about it was that they said change these things and in his mind he changed them and then we won the World Cup and then we won the Ashes and then he still got sacked and he was like and then Cricket Australia came out and go uh, we offered you a six month extension and you turned it down so you weren't sacked and he's like well I was sacked and then Tubby's coming out because this is now consuming cricket Tubby's come out and gone oi can we all like Shut the fuck up. This is embarrassing. He's like, not like... It like, is, it, this is bad for brand Australian cricket. Not Cricket Australia, just like Australian cricket. We look fucking bush league right now. Shut the fuck up. But Australian cricket's always loved a dirty little gossip, Tom. I know. You know? It's been that way for fucking as long as I can remember. There's always something that is getting the tang- tongues wagging. Yeah. Because it's sort of ingrained in our culture and everyone plays it. And so, like, you know, and, and there's a dirty little goss in all of us. And so if something's – if there's whispers on the wind, mate, we can't help ourselves but whisper back or record them and fucking alter them and whisper ourselves. So it actually reminds me of, like, a little it's bit. It's like Gossip Girl, bro. Gossip Girl, but for Australian cricket. And it's very similar 100%. in the Manly Seagulls. I think great clubs goss. Great clubs goss, mate, and yeah. there's nothing more powerful in world cricket than Australia. Like, people say it's the board of, you know, cricket in India and all that shit. No, 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 It's Australian cricket, the Australian cricket team. Yeah, the gossip guys. The women's and men's, women's and men's team. Yeah. The women embroiled in less controversy, but we they dominate like like the men do. Um, and there's just, people just love a fucking goss. Well, it was all it was all goss when Warney was playing, may West in peace, and then... Then fucking Tim Payne comes out with some, you know, on the goss, surface, well, some, some gossworthy goss shit, some 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 really gossworthy shit, uh, and then the reaction to his gossworthy shit it was also gossworthy because you're like, well, hang on, 
you cleared him fucking years ago. And now you're gonna, and now you throw him under the bus. That's all goss. When we win the Ashes, the, beer, the boys try to have a beer on the fucking hotel rooftop, and they get kicked out by the police. That's goss. That's goss. That's serious goss. Sandpaper goss. Goss begets more goss. Off. Like you know what I mean? They say money makes money. It's like goss. Goss makes goss. You can only goss breeds build, goss, dude. Yeah, it does. Goss breeds goss, and you can you can breed a lot more goss worthy goss on the top of good goss. Mate, good goss is the is the currency by which Australian cricket is always traded. I saw another article, and it's a bit more. And you could also and you could also draw parallels, Tom, between. You know, you could argue the height of Australian cricket goss was when Warnie was playing. It was also when we were almost dominant. So yeah. I don't see. There's no correlation in my mind between good goss and poor performance. I think it's the inverse of that. Okay, so we're actually saying this is good for Australian cricket. Like maybe Tubby, Tubby's too close to it. Tubby's too close. This is good. Tubby thinks it's bad. He's too close. Has Payne's book come out? I think it has. Has Payne's book? What's What's it? What's it called? That's what we need to know. It's called The Price Paid: A Story of Life, Cricket, and Lessons Learned. The Price Paid. No real like, well, cricketing fucking. Well, no, I don't because usually the playing words there, you know. No, because that's usually for a career not marred in controversy, and unfortunately, Payne's career finished in controversy. Had it not, it would have been like you know, some sort of like stand-in skip, or something about like keeping because he was a keeper, you know, keeping the faith. Yeah. My wicket keeper, keeping, keeper. My keeping the keeper. flame alive. Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. That. Keeping the team alive, keeping the dream alive, you know. Uh, Whatever, but it would have been something to do with being brought in late, late keeper, in keeper, fucking, I don't know. But this one was price paid because it's obviously alluding to what unfortunately was the exclamation mark on a career. Has a, bi- has a big piece on yeah. it though. We did see some photos, so that's obviously positive. Yeah, we did see, we, did, we saw some photos and pleased to report that the Tasmanian was hung or is hung. Tasmanian devil, um, calling it. Um, mate, I'm target. not. I'm not worried by that, Tom. I think that's. I think that's par for a course coming into an Aussie summer. Yeah, plenty of goss, goss um, and scandal I, are good for Australian cricket. I, look, I think we come out of this summer five nil test match victors. Um, Everyone's like, oh, the fucking perception of the Australian cricket team. I wonder, like, how much of the media. It's never been good. It's never been. I but don't I, think. But I wonder how much of the globally. media coverage around the Australian cricket team is like political coverage, where you're like, where you go. I don't know whether I'm just reading what I'm, you know, what the uh, what one side's opinion is. Do you know what I mean? Like what I'm. I don't know whether I'm just being. I'm reading what the people writing it want me to believe here. Of like, I don't have any real issue with the Australian cricket team. Everyone's like, well, they're all woke and shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they are a little bit, but like I'm also like they're all woke and shit. Yeah, you know, because it was like well, a that inter- with anything. Well, that's what I'm like. I'm like, dude, are they taking fucking twenty wickets and scoring shitloads of runs? I'm good then. I don't give yeah, a. Yeah, but they people just draw parallels. They're like, oh, you know, we we went out in a fucking we went out in a flaccid way in the T20 World Cup. Must be because they're woke. Yeah, it's because of the fucking you go woke, go broke. Just relax. Go the lefties. Yeah. No, it's just this <laughs> fucking woke culture that's permeating Australian cricket. That's why we can't win any games of 2020. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, I'm horny mate. for the anyway, game on Wednesday. But Horny for that. The boys will get up and work. 
we are we were playing a Prime Minister's Eleven game against was it against the West Indies like yep, a warm up game? It was game? against the West Indies, yeah. And I think you and I had been talking last week or the week before about Matthew Renshaw and how you know start getting back into his work, uh, you know, being ready and willing when either David or Usman, who are yes. both thirty seven years old, yes, exit. Well, you and I. You and I, Charlie, got we'd got quite frankly we'd got horny over Matt Renshaw's double tan in the shoe in the Sheffield Shield, if memory serves. Yes, we did. Well, Eddie, you know, I hope that there are no room service hotel staff in the room because I'm about to get you erect again. But on oh, who's that? Don't know. Yeah, oh, whatever. Get ready to tuck your boner up into your waistband, buddy, because Matty Renshaw returned scores of eighty and a hundred and something. Eighty-one and a hundred and one, not out. Both not out? No, no, no. 81, he got out. 101, not out. Oh. Yeah. We love that. We do love that. Oh, that's good. Isn't that good? Oh, that's good. Obviously, with the Balkan Bulldogs issues, Tom. Yeah. We've been fucking with... Listen, truth be told, we need two more openers. Well, that's what I mean. But if the Balkan Bulldog, you know, right now is just biding his time, doing whatever he needs to do, again... Yeah. What if he never plays cricket again, but he gets his his sort of uh, life away from cricket sorted? Then that is a victory for the Balkan Bulldog. Ultimately, mm-hmm. now if he's able to do both, then the idea of having the Balkan Bulldog and Matty Renshaw at the top of the order for Australia is certainly something that would see any Australian phallus tucked firmly up into the waistband. That's waistband. Right? Oh, it'll be it'll be yeah. It'll be absolutely tucked into the waistband, Tom, which is a tried and tested technique which has served mankind for thousands of years. It has, but it's also the, it's also since great, the invention. It's it's a great metric. What's going on here? Get him quick. Okay, let me look into it. Thank you. Bye. What's happening, buddy? Mate, she said the credit card's not working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, no, it's been fucking with that. It's, it's, there's been issues over here. Because they just, you tell Westpac that I'm overseas, and then invariably after a couple of days, you have to fucking tell them that to unblock the card. You're still overseas. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, listen. I know I'm in the Bahamas now, and I was in the US yesterday. Maybe fucking wigging you out a little bit. That's how holidays work, though, Westpac. I get it. They're looking out for your best interest, but that is how holidays work. That is how holidays work, exactly. Sometimes you go from country to country. Yeah. Shockingly, I know. I know. But thank you for looking out for for my financial interests. Now, Eddie, where were we? Waistband work, Australian openers. The metric by which any Australian judges the success of a cricket team and more specifically an opening partnership is about whether your waistband does get engaged. Do you need to engage the waistband? And yes, listen, when Dave and Usman, who are very good at engaging the waistband, and I hope, I hope they engage the waistband plenty of times this summer. But when they do hang up the waistband, you know, work, mm-hmm. bangers and the, uh, uh, sorry, not bangers, uh, the Balkan Bulldog and 
Matty Renshaw, they could get me waistband working for sure. You reckon they'll get you waistband working, bro? I think so. What's that JB Hi-Fi there? Uh, I went and picked up some PS5 games and controllers over the weekend for the boys. Uh, can we can we do a live opening? Can you get them for us? Sure. I was like, what's that staring at? Because Tobler set up the PS5, Eddie, because Jarch came in here to do We Mean Well of uh, top fucking 10 comedy podcasts in the country fame. And he saw that we had a PS5 in the box unopened. He was using it to prop something up and then he picked up the box and he was like... Why the fuck is this thing? Thank you, Tobes. He goes, why the fuck is this thing still got a PS5 in it? And I go, all right, we, uh, we, we haven't set it up yet. He's like, you haven't set it up yet? And I was like, yeah, we just, mate, we just fucking haven't had it, like, haven't got around to it. And he's like, you realise these things are, like, fucking hard to get? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. And he's like, I was like, have you got one? And he goes, yeah, I do fucking have one why the fuck isn't yours fucking set up? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, well, set it up. I was like, all right, dude, I'll <laughs> set it up. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Tobler It's did. probably the kick up the ass we needed to well, yeah, sit is. in the fucking corner for three months. Yeah, well, because we got one controller and some weird game, which, of course, Did Jarch you get says, FIFA? Did well, you get we're FIFA? We're about to find out. Jarch is... I'd like, to, I'd like to pick up where you and I left off. Well, exactly, which is, you know, I mean... Which okay. would have been, what, 10 years ago? So this is just a plug-in. That doesn't mean anything. Controller. Oh, light's gone. Fuck it. That's all right. We're doing well. Okay, so that's one controller down in Manly Maroon. Although you could say red. What are these? DualSense charging station. Oh, good. Two charge. So that's just a charging thing there. Eddie obviously is just listening. All right, another controller. Black. Love it. Love it. Oh, uh, New South Wales blue. Love it. Love that. What else we got here? Another another dual charging station. Looks like someone's being ridden by two people at once. <laughs> Which is good, good for them. That. Good for you if you can if you can get it. And then we get to the games, Eddie. We get to the games. Cricket 2022. Oh, dude, I'm horny for that. Dude, that. I'm horny for love that. that. I love <gasps> that. Tiger Woods. Dude, I'm yep. really, Well done so far, Tobler. Guess, well done so far, buddy. Guess what I'm doing today? Gran Turismo 7. Sure. I can get into some Gran Turismo 7. NBA 2K23. Yep. Love it. FIFA 2023. Sam Kerr on the cover. Respect. Yeah, yeah. She's a beast. She's a beast. And Madden 2023. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Well Well done, done, Tobler. Well done. Now, I'll tell you the only thing you missed there, and it may have been an availability issue. UFC. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Maybe it's a new one coming out because when, you know when uh, Adesanya just fought um, Pereira? Yeah. That was also for the cover of the game. The winner got the cover of the game. Fuck off, really? Yeah. So Pereira's going to be on the cover. Isn't that funny? That like That's Pereira hilarious. of relative obscurity fame within the MMA world. Like, you know, certainly within the like 
you know, if you're getting games and shit, casual fan world. Mate, mate, people are going to be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the next UFC game, which is UFC 5, isn't, pla- isn't being planned on being released until the summer of 2023, uh, which I think means the American summer, which means... Yeah, so June next yeah. year. Well, maybe we just get the old one and then we can update if and when we want I to. Maybe we just get the old one, mate. That's yeah. fucking I'm not nine months away. Long. I'm not waiting that long at no. all. Uh, that's great work, Tobler. Great work. And well that, done, and that was Love just a work. gift, I assume. He just spent that as a gift for the <laughs> business. That's really nice. Well, maybe Yotas. It's <laughs> <laughs> mm. a great point you make. It's a really good point. Is there anything else to, to, to cover off on here? Is there any rugby league shit? Oh, actually, can you get Clark? Oh, I'll get it here. I just want to get a couple of rugby league things up, Eddie, before we, before we go. Now's probably a good time to remind oh, everyone uh, that Big Day Rosé is on sale in Magnum's huge, big, 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 tall boys. Thursday, 6 p.m. Um, I'm just going to whip through a couple of the Clarky RL columns, Eddie, and you can uh, give us some thoughts. Sure. ARL Commission apparently given green light to a review of the origin eligibility so that well, you and I, you, you and I, have been banging on about that for weeks. Obviously, we're fucking months ahead of the curve. Not surprised. They've obviously been backed into a corner by the fucking tier two nation's success. There's nothing they can do about it. They'll green light it and we'll move on with their lives. Agreed. Jason Talmalolo for fucking Queensland. Like, I'm just trying to. Someone do a New South Wales and Queensland sides. If everyone's allowed to play, please, I'd appreciate that. Um, yeah, you do that for us. Selwyn Cobbo clocked 4.7 seconds across 40 metres, an incredibly rare time for someone who weighs under eight kilos. We don't really do this shit in rugby league very often. So, like, you know, like the 40-yard dash. We don't have a speed metric. We should have a speed metric. Yeah, we should. And I think it should be the 100 metre because it's what everyone knows. Well, it should be the 100 metre or the 50 metre because it's about maybe, like, no, like there's not necessarily many 100 metre tries scored. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So maybe it's like it's a, speed over yeah, a, over a shorter distance to try and represent where you're probably going to be like the most likely that be, use of that speed. Maybe it is forty meters. For, what's is forty yards? Uh, forty yards is basically forty meters, I think. So I don't know. It's uh, I don't love ripping off the Yanks though. I'd like to no. S- that's what I, I'd like to have our, our own, own thing. Is thirty meters more impressive in rugby league? Maybe. I feel like you're running more than that. 30, you're like mostly it's your start. But once you get 40, 50, then you can really have some time. Yeah, it's true. Jason Saab, as our great dear friend Roger Fabri said, or Fabri Fabri, uh, like over a short amount of time, it's Fox, then it's Jet, or it's Jet, then it's Fox. And then over a hundo, it's our boy Jason Saab. Well, it was Jet over 20, and then it was Fox uh, over 70. Fox up to 70, yeah. And then Saab over 100. Anyway, Selwyn's obviously pretty Mate, fucking look, quick. Look, fucking sure, good on you, Selwyn. Um, trail signs with Fox Sports, I like that. Like that a lot. Like that a lot. He's um, a character, mate. I like to hear what he has to say. <laughs> Titans have reportedly identified Jeremiah Nanai as their Plan B should Dave Fafita opt to leave the club and sign elsewhere. If you're Jeremiah Nanai, you like, hey, I'm no one's Plan B, motherfucker. When I'm when I'm like Rookie of the Year, playing for Australia, playing for Queensland. You can suck my ass if you want to plan B, respectfully. 
<laughs> suck my ass. I apologize. Seriously. <laughs> suck on my asshole, bro. <laughs> Tell him how it is, Jeremiah. Yeah. Sweet. Suck on that ass. Suck on that ass. I'm no one's plan B. Um, Wayne Bennett reveals How'd he may go? continue I'm to. Always, always I don't know. How are you, Fruits? Hey, are you feeling refreshed? She feels refreshed, but she had a coughing fit in there, and it was so awkward. Oh, no. That's tough. No, no. Wayne Bennett is revealed. refreshed. So Wayne Bennett says he's, like, planning on coaching. So he's with the Dolphins for two years, but he's like, oh, yeah, I might keep coaching afterwards, like, whether it's not with the Dol- whether it's with the Dolphins or not. I'm like, you're mm. going to be fucking – and I mean, don't mean this in any level of disrespect, Wayne Bennett, but, like, he might die in the coach's box one day, and that'll be it. You yeah, know what I mean? Be ancient. Well, yeah. it's going to be like, oh, geez, Wayne looks a little bit fucking bored. And it's like, oh, no, I think he's just dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wayne doesn't look too impressed with that try. And it's like he's asleep. And you're like, oh, whoops. I think Wayne might have passed. <laughs> Mate, maybe. How old maybe. is he? He's 72. Dude, he's, yeah, he's, he's too old, bro. Fuck it. Well, listen, I mean, he like, to... he's just, it's just, you know, it's a lot. Well, he loves rugby league football, Tom. I think that's all you can put it down to. Yeah, and I'm happy. Look, I'm happy for him to go go on as long as he as long as he wants. Obviously, a huge he's an ornament of the game is Wayne. But like, good God, he's going to be a hundred. Imagine if he was coaching a hundred. Obviously, it's like thirty more years. But like, although it's I'm reading on his Wikipedia page, and apparently he's been a non-smoker and non-drinker his whole life, so he could have it for like thirty more years. In yeah, it. but then you see people who are like fucking hundred and ten. It's like, what's the secret to a long life? And it's like, oh, you have a fucking shot of whiskey and th- a pack of cigarettes every day, and you're like, all right. Well, now I don't know what to do. Now I'm all at sea. Oh god. Anyway, shout out to Clarky <laughs> for those little fucking whip around. Good on you, Clarky. We love you, mate. Eddie, I've got absolute. Nothing else for you. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. It's been a fucking, it's been a nice hour and a half catching up with me, old mate. Yep. Next time it'll be. In it person. really has. It will be in person. We can embrace as old lovers. Yep. Go down on each other. Let's do that, baby. Dude, Although, can't... will that be Tuesday? Given. Oh uh, yeah. So. We'll work that out. It might be a Tuesday next week because we've got a we got some work to do. You get back Sunday. We got to work Monday, so it might be a Tuesday. Tuesday we'll cross next that week. bridge. We'll cross that bridge. Probably a Tuesday. Um, all right, man. Will you take it easy? I will. Love ya. Love ya. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>